There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, Lori is uh, out. She'll be back tomorrow. Stephanie Hansen is with us. And real quickly, I have a movie to recommend, and that is The Darkest Hour, which stars Gary Oldman in a performance that will uh, really amaze you as Winston Churchill. It's, oh, you went and saw that, Donnie? Yeah, it's an incredible movie. He is the movie, but as Churchill, he is astounding. Can I just say something That's- horrible? Oh, gosh, you're going <laughs> to well, ruin wait, it. As a, as a post- Can't well- you just say it sounds great? What? Because in The Crown, uh, John Lithgow played Winston Churchill. Yeah, that was later. Is there, this is the hard, the horrible part. Is there more to know about Winston Churchill? Oh my God, yes. Yes, he's amazing. I know, I know. So, okay. There's no, so wait, much more. The answer is yes. yes. <laughs> because I just feel like, didn't we just hear all about him? No, we only heard a little bit about him okay. on the crown. Yeah. And it's and there, it's a compelling story, it Donnie? It's a very compelling story, it. yes. It's a wonderfully compelling story. And uh, the, I mean, the makeup job they did on Gary Oldman is incredible. If you look at the real Winston Churchill and how they made up Gary Oldman, it's 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 astounding. Okay, fine. Yes, okay. I'll watch Listen it. To, okay, fine. I'll watch it. You're so funny. Well, I've like had enough of Churchill. Okay, here's my movie recommendation. So, um, I know, but I just was wondering if there was more. Yes, there's so much more. That's oh so funny. God. Have you watched oh. Mame lately? M A M E. The movie? Mm-hmm. The musical? Mm-hmm. Mame. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. Mame. Have you never seen that movie? No. Oh my gosh! Serious? Rosalind Russell? No. Not, I couldn't get no. the one with Rosalind Russell. I had oh. to. Um, I found it on Amazon, the one with Lucille Ball. Oh, that one, yeah. Oh, I like her. Have you never seen uh-uh. that? Oh, you ha- do you have Amazon? Yeah. You have to watch it. It's two okay. ninety nine. All right. Oh, it's the happiest movie ever. You you will laugh. You watch it with Ellie. You will get the biggest kick out of it. I can't believe you've never seen that. All right. No. Oh, I watched that yesterday. It would be a nice relief from Bad Santa. No, it's... Every time I come into the, my house, someone's watching Bad oh. Santa. It's like, how many times have we seen this stupid movie? The boys and I sat up and watched Elf Christmas Eve. I watched I mean, it too. For, I, and I guess I haven't seen it from the very, very, very beginning in a very long time. I, it's still cute. I love that movie. Yeah, it's cute. I love that movie. Um, but Mame, M-A-M-E. People okay. like the Rosalind Russell one, but I um, have really... I'm fond of the Lucille Ball. It's you'll love it. I like Lucille Ball. So oh, it's such good. a happy movie. Right. Um, okay, so while I was doing Mame yesterday, and um, I was watching Damages. <laughs> oh, I love that. Love what season? Up. Just season four and five. The oh. ones I went to DirecTV, I never saw it, but it's on Netflix now. It is. I think so. Yeah, I'm Are watching those it. The ones that went to DirecTV. Yeah. Oh, because I've never seen the uh, ending. I'm sorry, that never went to DirecTV. Yes, it did. It no, went somewhere. I saw the whole thing. It did go off. Yeah, it did go somewhere, but not wasn't directed because I saw the whole thing. 
Well, I don't have DirecTV. I know, but Donnie, it's it's after things are done, they put them on Netflix, it went Hulu, somewhere and Amazon. Before, it did go yeah. to DirecTV. And then it came back. Yeah. Where, did you watch it on Netflix, Sonny? Is that uh, what you're saying? I just saying? remember watching every season right no, until the very end. No, there was a season we didn't get. I want you to look that up. Okay. Because okay. this is She's big right. news. I know right. I'm right. There and you was, were right. And it's back. So I just oh was catching gosh. up on that. I would love to see that last yeah, season. Yeah, it it's kind of interesting. Glenn Close is so good in that. Oh, she's amazing. And oh. I, I sometimes can just see her as the neurotic girlfriend in um, Fatal Attraction. Oh, yeah. Sometimes she has that face. She does. Yeah, where you're just like, you're just, oh, you're so scary looking. Yes, yes. She is so scary looking. Um, Super intense. Uh, so last night I'm reading... My book okay. and in the background is the Kardashians. I'm obs- I'm, I'm getting re re obsessed and I'm embarrassed. And I never was ever part of the original thing, but looking at them, um, their lips—they're beautiful. They're so they are like <laughs> they've remade their whole faces. I just and I just sat there in awe watching them. Yeah, I know. And like, how does their makeup? So, how's their skin so perfect? How do they look so? amazingly perfect all the time yeah and it was a high school graduation for kylie um because she finally graduated okay and Ryan's that's just secrets. so weird because don't they seem like they're 40 years old well, yeah, her and kendall but she's this was old you know the sure. new one comes back january 2nd or something but i hadn't seen it and it was very i just was like kind of obsessed watching how beautiful they and are. And they make so much money. And, and how nice they are to each other. They're really kind of nice to each other. It's just bizarre. It and is. And the 20, did you see the 25 Christmas cards? Yes, I'm looking at that okay, right now. Okay, so each day for December, they released a different aspect of the card where they mm. were basically in white tops and jeans. And they were very casual with yep. all of their kids. And they were lovely. They really were. And every time they released one, I was like, oh, that one's even cuter than the last one. They're so cute. Yeah, lovely. I know. I, and now they're so, pregnant and going to have more children. They're going to have three at the same time. I'm much. obsessed with Scott Disick and Sophia oh. Ritchie. Oh, Lionel Ritchie is just going crazy. He, she's 19 and dating Scott Disick, who, you know, He's, I like what the is Lord. He, 38? He's cute. 35. Yes. 35. Yeah. So, yeah. And, then, and Chloe's, or not Chloe, Courtney's boyfriend that she's dating is 24. I know it. That's Tristan, young. the NBA basketball player. No, no, no. Backwards, the other one. Oh, Chloe. Oh. Not. Yes, Chloe is dating the basketball player. Courtney's boyfriend is 24, some model. Louis, Luigi or something. Maybe men in just the middle of the age group are hard to find. Yeah, I Maybe think they are. A lot of my younger, single women friends, older. 40 over and over, they're struggling. There you is not a lot of pickings. Or you go for way older kind of thing. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's where it goes. Donnie, what did you find out on your... You are... You know what? I, I watched it on DVD. That's where I got confused. I watched the last two seasons on DVD when they came out. Uh, yeah, first three seasons on... First two seasons, uh, three seasons on FX, and then the, the the last two seasons on the Audience Network, which is part of AT&T, which is part of DirecTV. Yeah, I never saw it. So it's season yeah. four and five. Four right? and five, yeah. yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so. like exciting. And, and I'm watching it. I'm almost done. And I'm ready to be done now, yeah. but I always felt like I kind of it left, left us un, yeah, unfulfilled. Yeah, it, I, I want to like I'm trying to figure out what good shows to watch. I started watching. I've got a million. Really? Yeah, we'll talk about. Well, have you watched the arrangement yet? No. It's all day today on E. Okay. And this is loosely based on Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes' Scientology story. It's so good. Now this one I binged and watched it all. 
I, I tried to watch Godless with Michelle yeah. oh, Dockery. God, they love it. Johnny loves it. Lori I, loved I, it too. I, too I, is it too violent for you? No, I'm just, I'm three episodes in and having a hard time just oh. getting back to it. The oh, arrangement it is incredible. easy. I loved Glow with the Ladies Me of Wrestling. Too. That was great. Julia, not a Julia, fan. you would really like it. How far did you watch? Not far. Yeah, that's a fun one. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It gets better. Um, okay. Are you, start you watching to get The Marvelous Ms. Maisel? No, and I've heard you guys talk about that. Okay. That's definitely on my list. But today, seriously, on E. Well, it it's already 6.30. Haven't I missed most of the binge? No, they'll, they'll replay it. You can go watch it. It's very good. Okay, wait. Didn't Game of Thrones start airing, too? And it's airing, like, now through New Year's Day in its entirety? Oh, on HBO? Uh-huh. I, I don't know. Because if you haven't seen that, people... Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, wouldn't that be something to watch? It's just great. Um, and it gets better and better every season. Okay. Let's see. My kids and I were talking about that. They, My kids truly believe that that is the best show ever. It, it is great. Yeah. It's wonderful. Um, and you have to watch four before you make your decision. Yeah. Because the first one you're not going to mar- get. Their mar- HBO2 is mar- marathoning the entirety of Game of Thrones starting today. Yeah, I thought so. So just... My God, I skipped like season three and four so I could go back and watch it. You could. But I have HBO. I could go back and watch it anyway. I know, never, and I, Breaking Bad is one that I never. I never finished. No, I didn't either. I mean, and it's I feel season four. Like I need to do that. I never watched The Good Wife. Oh. That could be on my list. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we will add on to your list. Okay. And if anyone has any great suggestions, you can call us 651 641 1071. Maybe there's a special prize. Maybe not. I'm not going to tell you. Maybe you have a star underneath your chair somewhere at work today. Don't, don't promise it's a special people surprise. prizes we don't have. A special su- we have special surprises, Donnie. They just oh, might not be prizes. Okay. They're special surprises. Uh, they're su- oh, special surprises. I didn't say a prize. Okay. You said a surprise. Mm-hmm. We'll be back. This is Laurie and Julia my talk. Everything entertainment. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now... Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, people, let's get at it. Here are a couple things. It's the randoms. It's the randoms. I'm going to give you a fact. Random thoughts. People will not always tell you how they feel, but they will show you. Pay attention. That's so true. Isn't that true? But you don't always want to be ready to. You don't want to listen. No. Yep. Um, let's see, Dan Harris, he is an anchor on, he, on GMA. He has the good book about being happy. Yes, he does. It's 10% happier is what it's called. And they did this uh, story on him this morning. He, um, does news reporting on Good Morning America. And sometimes he's on, if they have Dateline, I think he's on that or 2020, whichever one's ABC's. But he said he had a, he was doing a story, um, maybe two or three years ago, probably three years ago, maybe. And he had a panic attack on the air when he was reading the story. Yep. I feel like I have those all the time. I did not, I was not clever enough to write a book. <laughs> um, anywho, he he started looking into different things that he could do because it was his career. Um, and he wrote a book called 10% Happier. And it's a meditation book and he has turned to meditation and he said it's he's a skeptic. He was such a skeptic. I don't have time. I don't know why all these athletes, top athletes meditate. I don't know why all these top CEOs meditate. I don't know why all these fantastic people in the world always say meditation is the thing. I don't get it. I don't get it. And I can't do it. 
So then he went on a mission and um, figured it out about meditating. And I thought it was really kind of some good stuff because Lori and I took transcendental meditation. You both did, yeah. And we were way into it. And I have gotten away from it. And it's so good for you. And it was 20 minutes a day, twice a day. And then we took it down to 20 minutes a day, once a day. And now I'm just doing it no minutes a day, ever a day. And so in his new book, um, 10% Happier, what he talks about is if you're a skeptic, fine, but you can even just do it five to 10 minutes a day. And all it is, and he kind of let it on air today. And I thought it was kind of cool. It's just pay attention to your breathing. You know, it's sit at a 90 degree angle so you don't fall asleep. Shut your eyes and breathe in and out and just focus on your breathing. Have you ever done like that Headspace app or any I of the apps? I downloaded it, but I've never, I haven't used it, but I think they're all the guided ones. Uh huh. But they're good. And meditation, it really, what it is, the misconception is that you need to clear your mind of everything. You're not clearing your mind of everything. Okay. The goal is to focus your mind on one thing. Hmm. That's uh-huh. the goal is to focus your mind. It's kind of like a workout for your brain. And that's why everyone says it makes them. And what he says is the biggest thing is life is going to happen around you. Things are always going to happen. But how you react to things. Or react. Yeah. Yes. How you see things, how you react to things changes. And it makes people significantly or 10% happier. I just thought it was kind of cool. But this new book is called. Um, 10% happier. Um, I liked that book. For the fidgety skeptics. He's got a new one that just came out in addition to it. It was a little um, kind of simple, but it was perfect totally for simple. like reading at night in the middle of the night when sometimes you wake up and your mind's racing. Mm-hmm. And it was pleasant. Yeah. It's And it's just meditation can be so much easier. It doesn't have to be this big, scary thing, I think is what... Maybe was the I'll message. try that in the new year. Yeah, the, the new one came out today. I know. He was talking about yeah. it just today. And what's the name of it, Donnie? Uh, meditation for Fidgety Skeptics. Yeah, it's and it's really not hard to do. And you know, at the bottom of the hour, Roxanne Battle is going to be on. She's got um, a new addition to her book, Pockets of Joy, just talking about finding joy and finding goodness instead of bad things. Which is How a di- nice yeah. that all these people are finding so much joy. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I just want you guys, it's a shout out because I'm going to start doing it again too. Because it's something that was so um, focusing. It's just, you focus. It's so good for you. And it just gives you clarity on so much in your life. So there's my little thing for meditation. All right. All right. Moving on. Do you have any other goals? Speaking of random thought. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. No. No, I'm going to, I'm getting myself off sugar and I'm, my goal is to fit into my ski pants by Sunday. Okay. <laughs> I've had that same goal. That's my goal. Because right, I have to be have skiing goal. on Sunday. I just want to fit in my ski pants so I can't eat, really. Okay. For, you know, just starving until I starving ski. Starving until then. Mm-hmm. Basically. 
Um, okay, why is today, it's it's called Boxing Day in the UK. Mm-hmm. And in Canada. It, and in Canada, yes, it's okay. It's a great shopping day. Australia too, probably. Maybe, yeah. It's a common belief. It, You know, blah, blah, blah. There's all these different theories. But basically in the UK, servants um, and they had to work on yep. Christmas Day they for did. all the royals and everybody, you know, the lords and the manors and everything. So the day after Christmas... They would, um, the lords of the manor and everyone would give all the servants all their presents and they would put them, give them a big box to put them in. So they would be able to take everything home and share it with their family. And they'd get the day off. And they'd get the day off. So they give Christmas boxes out. Um, this is a really kind of a cool story that happened. Um, there are these two guys that have been best friends for decades and they found out that they're biological brothers. Alan Robertson and Walter McFarlane have known each other for 60 years. Both men are from Hawaii. They both played football at the same school. Aside from common interests, Robertson and McFarlane also bonded because McFarlane never knew his father and Robertson was adopted. Okay. They turned to DNA matching websites to learn more about their families and discovered that they have the same birth mother. Cool. Wow. Isn't that... Isn't it weird when these siblings end up finding each other? Isn't it amazing? Yeah, it is. And they, you know, they plan to travel together and do other things together, but it's overwhelming experience. It's still overwhelming. I love that they've been best friends, though. Yeah. And All this time. And they're brothers. Yeah. Isn't that kind Lovely. of cool? Yes. Lovely holiday love story. Um, names, the new trends for this year. Um, let's see. Virtuous baby names are going to be a trend. To balance out the awfulness of 2017. So here's some names. Okay. Um, gender crossover names like Teddy, Robin, Noel for girls, Carol, and Aubrey for boys. Carol. Uh-huh. Carol's coming back. Mm. Do you think Karen will come back then? It could. Karen? That's my middle name. Is your, is your middle Karen. name Karen? Stephanie Karen. Ugh. My mama goes, Stephanie Karen Hansen. <laughs> you don't meet a Karen anymore. No, no I know. Really. Yeah. You really don't. Yeah, no nope. one. So, er- but you don't really meet Pats either. Women Pats. No, I know. And I have a and Pat. Judy's Judy, Judy, Carol's. Judy. When's the last person Judith? like Carol? you knew that was Carol? Mm. My sister's my little sister's friend. Okay, like so, I know moms that are Carols, mm-hmm. but not anybody our age. I know someone younger than us, but only by a couple years. Other names, um, they are saying that botanical names. Fern, Fern, Bay, Fern. Basil, Sage. I like the name Sage, mm-hmm. Fern, Lavender, Bergamot. 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 Whatever. Bergamot root. Fern. Fern. Wow. Sandalwood. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Petunia. Hi, I'd like you to meet my boyfriend. His name's Sandalwood. Yeah. You know, like Clint Eastwood's son looks like a smells like, look like he'd smell like sandalwood, doesn't he? <laughs> Or, yeah. I watched that movie play Misty for me. Oh, my gosh. I, I've never good, seen it. Really? Oh, oh. It was a it was a little scary because it's about a radio stalker. It's so scary. But Jessica it's, Walters. It's beautiful yeah. how it's shot. Oh, really? Like in this part of California I didn't even know existed. Montecito or somewhere. Oh, yeah. That's where um, oh, we Big have to go Lies there. was. Yeah. Please. Yes. Oh, right on the coast then. Yeah. Yes. Oh. It's beautiful. Is that where Big Little Eyes yes. was? That makes total sense yes, now. Yes, that's where okay. it was. Yep. All right. Um, here are the hated names that people hope don't come back. Surnames is first names, like Sir. Mm. Mm-hmm. Children named after music stars. 
Like Taylor Swift. Yeah. That'd be hard to name your kid Taylor Swift. And then um, using funny spellings. I mean, it throws everybody off. Oh, and yeah. Then, and that. then um, tough names. Just like hunk. Bulk. <laughs> hunk. Hunk. Bolt. My boy, Hunk. My name's Hunk. Fast. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> it's Julia. Stephanie Hansen sitting in. For Lori today, Donnie is with us, for, and we have Roxanne Battle with us. And you may have known and recognized Roxanne for her over, I think you were on the air for some 20 years here in the Twin Cities, and Care 11 was Long your... Long time, yeah. Yeah, was mm-hmm. your place to be, but I have to share with something. So I ran into Roxanne Battle at the Lexington on Friday night, yeah. and we started talking, and we had you on earlier in, this past fall for your book, Pockets of Joy. Yeah. And um, you said, oh my gosh, I've got a new book coming out, and I'm growing it, and I'm a big darn deal, and I already I always knew that about you, but it came out, <laughs> Pockets of Joy, the journal, you've got a big publisher, but I... I, we posted something on my Instagram page, Lori A N D Julia, and here's what I got back. Um, she said, one of your old BFFs, Deborah, says hello. You were her first hero in grade school. She said, a boy was trying to bully me, and she jumped in front of me to protect me and said, oh, no, you have to go through me first. Or something to that effect. And she said, you were my first hero. Swear to God, the boy's name was Jimmy B. I'm not going to say his last name. She doesn't know if you'll remember her, but she was Debbie Lightfoot. Wow. Isn't that something that you yeah. you were her you first hero? Because you stuck up for her. That's so sweet. Why would you like do that like out of the gate? Get me all weepy, man. Oh, <laughs> gosh, Julia. Because I thought it was so sweet. Thank you. I'm really glad you shared that story. That Thank you hero. very much. Thank you. And and I'm glad that she remembered. You know, that's the whole thing about writing this book that I didn't anticipate is that I'm hearing from like so many blasts from the past, you know, people that are just coming up and they say they remember me and, you know, and they're telling me stories. And then when they read the book about how it's helping them with, you know, you know, they're finding their issues and making peace um, I was just at Kowalski's. I was at seven stores signing books and people were like calling to make sure I was there. And then they'd come and take selfies and just talk about how happy they I make them. Oh, <laughs> so how this, sweet is that? Is the yeah. book about finding your peace and your joy? And particularly when life is crummy, finding your peace and your joy. Everybody it's not has, easy. Then. Right. Everybody's got crud in life. Everybody goes through some issue, whether, you know, it's a loss of any type mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. you know, illness or death. Or for me, it was a divorce right at the start of a fantastic career at right. Care 11. So how do you find your peace and joy when you're working through all your crud? And so I ca- that's why I call the book Pockets of Joy. Because right. if you look for those pockets, you find them and then you come out, for me at least, I came out better on the other side. And right. did, did you journal, Roxanne, when you were going through it? Yeah, I, what I was doing is because I'm a writer, obviously, journalist mm-hmm. by profession, I was writing, typing up little stories to myself. And one of the stories I was, t- I typed up to myself some 20 years ago, more than 20 years ago, was when, how terrified I was at being pregnant and, and uh, the experience I had at Lamaze class. And then I had the teacher of the class sort of figuratively smack me upside the head and say, wait a minute, what are you afraid of? Look at what's going to happen when you have this little baby. Right. I said, she's Right. I mean, that baby's going to bring me so much joy. He's going to be this little pocket of joy. Oh. And that 
journal entry to myself became the seed for this book. Mm-hmm. Isn't that's lovely? Thank you. That's so lovely. So when you are, you know, pockets of joy, um, it's basically like you said. People have crap. Yeah. Everybody has crap. Everybody's got worse than others. Yes. But something, this has been a particularly hard year for so many people with weather related things and just a tough year all around. And you can either go, woe is me, be a victim. That's right. Or you can slowly start pulling yourself out. And in your book, Pockets of Joy, are they are, are they mini stories or tell everybody about the book? Okay. Like, how does yeah. this pull us out of it? Yeah, well, you know, I heard I saw this thing and I think I retweeted it was you can say the glass is half full. I always say because I'm an eternal optimist. I'm mm-hmm. sickeningly optimistic. Yes. I, I, people slap me because I'm so optimistic. No, not whatever. But the glass is half full. But just be thankful you have a glass and there's something in it is one way to look at it. So the first part of the book, Julia, is when you and I were doing TV and radio way back in the um, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And I'm writing about all the famous people that I got to interview, you know, Jay Leno and, and Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. And I heard you talking about Mariah Carey mm-hmm. earlier on yes. the air and that kind of thing. Then I had to go home and tuck in a little boy at bed at night and then watch that little boy grow up. And so the first half of the book is that memoir and how I juggled all of that as a divorced single mom. Right. And then the second half of the book, and this is where the new publisher uh, picked up and asked me to expand it. They said, we like what you're talking about, Joy. So give us more practical steps on Joy. Okay. And so there's seven chapters, brand spanking new chapters on how to find more joy in your life through service and generosity, through authenticity, through... um, forgiveness that's really that's like the last chapter in the book and that really resonates with a lot of people well i i am always i don't know how people can stay mad at people for a long time because it takes up so much energy yeah, in the person really that's mad at you someone know, it's like is what is it saying you're drinking poison and hoping somebody else dies you right. gotta let that crap go you but gotta let it go time, and even if you're mad at someone else and you don't and you can't forgive them a lot of times people are just mad at themselves and don't let that go. And that's the two parts of it, is you first have to forgive yourself for whatever happened, because it's right. over. Right. And then forgive that person, and you're free. And that's the subtitle of the book. Pockets of Joy, Deciding to Be Happy, Choosing to Be Free. Isn't that the truth? Now, talk about service, because I think this is something that so many people um, overlook mm-hmm. and think, I don't have time, mm-hmm. you know, I, how do I fit that in? But... You know, it's always been said, what you do for others comes back to it's, you and you reap way karma's more. Real. Karma is so real. It's so real. What you send out in the universe comes back to you. I so, 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 so believe that. And it's like I did some research on uh, because at the time of the election of last year, we're not going to talk politics, but uh, people were feeling like they needed to do something. Mm-hmm. And so you the um, the giving just big brothers and big sisters, ACLU, you know, communities all throughout the country saw volunteerism in some cases increase a hundredfold. Really? Yes, because it made people feel better to give to other people. And the science of happiness and mindfulness bears that out. You feel better, you feel happier when you do something for somebody else, but the key is not so that you get something back. Right. No strings attached right. is what I write about in the book. Right. Yeah. It isn't a, I'll do this for you, you do that for I, me. I do it because I really want it. Literally, out of the goodness of my heart, I'm going to do this because I want to. Mm-hmm. And that bring, that makes you happy. It really and there's does. there's so much stuff that we don't want to do 
like do less of that. Right. right. Like, like, give me an example. Not, what are you thinking of? Like, um, maybe you're volunteering at, at on a board or at school or doing something at work that you're just not crazy about. Right. It's okay to not do that and to find something else that really inspires if, if you. If it's drudgery, it's not going to bring so you There's so many shoulda, shoulds. Mm-hmm. And if you do a few less shoulds, then you get to something that could you, be a could. And that's where I talk about authenticity. You got to do what makes you happy. You got to be, A, who you really truly are, and then do the thing that really brings, that makes your heart sing. You know, like, I think that writing a book was kind of like destiny for me in some ways, because I just, I love to write. I've been writing since I was 11 years old. I, you know, I was wearing little suits and people called me a little businessman, woman. And my, <laughs> and my mom would send me to creative writing classes in the middle of July, right? Hi, mom. She's listening. Shout out to her. Love you. Hi, it's Roxanne Battle. If people are just joining us, shout out to all you people. <laughs> Hi, people. Hi, people. It's you. But you know, it's like the you know, like Jason did a rerun today when I was on his show. You know, and I talking about and, the book, and yeah. then the book just shot to number ten in in divorce, and number nineteen in. Um, uh, no, number 10 in single parenting, 19 in divorce, 70 in motherhood. So th- I think there's something to this. Well, I th- of course there is. Yeah. Hey, isn't that cool? I'm over, I'm out of my skin about it. And then running into you well, Friday. that was just so funny. You know, my dear friend Dawn, she mm-hmm. was with us, you know, mm-hmm. and then you, and we ran into Christian and all, and then Patty and all these people we knew and we had fun and we talked and here we are. And it's here, like the here we are. are aligning. <laughs> this is cool. So in your new reprint like you said you have seven new chapters and it's and i just think why not why not do something that makes you feel happier and feel better and it's an easy read it's a darling book it's a yellow book with a butterfly on the cover and what's the butterfly butterfly represents perseverance because one of my first assignments at carol evan was i was i was sent to mexico um to follow the trek of the monarch butterfly Oh, that's a cool story. Oh, yeah. Yes, that was that was like the one story that like changed my life. And I saw millions and millions and millions of butterflies take to the sky and turn the sky black. When you see something like that, it changes you. And what happens is they leave Minnesota, follow the trade winds, mm-hmm. mate in Mexico. That generation, whatever, that dies, and then the new generation flies back, and then that cycle starts over and over again. So to me, that says this little t- tiny ethereal creature regenerates itself because it perseveres and if it didn't persevere it would cease to be so we have to persevere in order to find joy in life and that's why there's a butterfly on the cover oh i love it in the in the book the accompanying book is um a journal and it gives you the date the time the place i was with in my pocket of joy so it kind of prompts you a little bit and a hashtag to find in hashtag yes. <laughs> Hashtag joy. <laughs> Hashtag joy. Okay, what's the difference between joy and happiness? That's and then we got a break. Okay, that's great. Joy, uh, happiness is external. I'm happy to see you. Joy is internal. I'm at peace with myself and it resonates. That's, a, that's the difference going into commercial break really quickly. Joy oh. is internal. Happiness is external. And we want both. We do want both. And how do we get your book? Amazon. RoxanneBattle.com with a singular N, Barnes & Noble, Lifeway, Walmart, and Powell's. But there's no Powell's in Minnesota, so okay. forget that. Is it is it in any, like, Kowalski's or in grocery stores? Oh, it's in all the Kowalski's if they haven't sold out. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is such a treat. Thank you. It's so nice to reconnect with you. Pockets of Joy Thank by you. Roxanne Battle. I think this is just lovely. What it's a, great... a nice gift going into the new year. I really think it is. Yeah, we, I did the bundles. I was selling the bundles at my book signings, and the bundles just flew. People, we bundled the bu- both of them with the I ribbon. I love it. I'm going to use this. Yes, I gave that to you. It's yeah, really pretty. Thanks, yeah. honey. Pocketsofjoy.com, RoxanneBattle.com. Perfect. .com. We'll be back. <laughs> .com with Hollywood Speak. 
Hey, it's Jay. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? All right, let's see. Let's get to it. Oh, that was so good to see Roxanne Battle. She's such a there treat. There is a lot of energy that's emanating from that woman. Isn't she beautiful? Yes. I know. Okay. Hollywood speaking. All right, here are a couple things that we need to talk about. There are a few things we need. I have a few things on my list, All right. Too. All right, now, this is a headline. Couple claims marijuana found in truck was for Christmas gifts. I'm sure it was. It How really generous was. of them. It really was. Um, Patrick Geron, 80, and his wife, Barbara, 70, were traveling from California to Vermont um, this past weekend, and they were pulled over in York, Nebraska, which Uh-oh. is such a long state to travel through. Um, the county sheriff that pulled them over, Lieutenant Paul Vibka, told the newspaper that the couple's Toyota Tacoma was stopped on the Interstate 80. They pulled them over for traveling over the center line and failing to signal. Why is this something? Well, they seem to be doing something wrong. So he stopped the truck. When he opened the window and the door, the door goes down, the window go down, because you have to stay in your car, you could smell a strong odor of marijuana. <laughs> and he ended up searching the vehicle. They found not a little, but a lot. 60 pounds of marijuana in the back of their truck. What a, what givers? They said the marijuana was for Christmas presents. Oh, man. And the, the um, county sheriff, Lieutenant Paul Vebka, told the couple they didn't know it, it was illegal to travel to transport marijuana in Nebraska. Hmm. It's illegal everywhere that it's not. You can transport it in the states where it's legal, but not through other states right. where it's not. Right. But it's... Um, know your pot laws. Know your yeah. pot laws exactly. <clears throat> we were talking earlier, gifts. Julia, about gifts. Yes. Would you... And this is So Kanye West... Because we were saying we were obsessed with the Kardashians again. Kind of, yes. Kanye West gave Kim Kardashian $200,000 worth of stocks for Christmas. Would you want that for Christmas like, if you're her? No, wait. Stocks? Like, yes. Like stock market stocks? Yes, stock market stocks. Like Walt Disney stock, 3M stock. Well, I mean, if it's going to appreciate greatly. It's like giving your wife a vacuum. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. If, if you're wealthy gave me like she is, well, and he is. But what, okay, what do you buy the woman who has everything? Well, not something that, that's that, not personal. Not at all. It's like a vacuum. Maybe it's you the want... rich person's version of a vacuum, I think. Well, I mean, it's not very personal. No, it well, isn't no, at all. But... You'd be like, oh, great. The opportunity to make more money. I already have a gajillion dollars. But don't you think that's better than getting some Yeezy shoes or some more tan muted Yeezy clothes? I mean, what about like something just personal, I like agree. a personal book or I don't know, something that meant something to you to give your wife stocks? Jewelry. I, I would agree. Huh? Jewelry? Yeah, well, maybe. Anything. Yeah. Whatever is important to her. And mm. maybe. Maybe stocks are important to her. Maybe I mean, you don't know. It's entirely possible. And maybe I it's just him think it's saying, like I know I didn't make any money this year, last year and I had to pay the concert promoter. A lot of money because I canceled my tour halfway through the tour the year before. I still have money, honey. Well, I Maybe like it, that approach. That's what I'm thinking. I still have money. You're not, you know, he's just saying. I'm not a loser. I'm not a loser. I'm not a slouch. I'm not I still a slouch. Got it. I still go. got it. Yeah. Okay. All right. I know it's stupid. All right. We talked about this at the top of the hour a couple hours ago, but people may be forgotten. 
uh, NBC orders staff to rat out misbehaving colleagues or be fired. Now, this is their new strict anti-sexual harassment laws that include you must snitch on your colleagues. And here's what it is. Detailed rules have been issued about conduct in the office place, how, how to socialize, how to hug your colleagues. But this is what the source <laughs> they gave says. a hug diagram? They did, basically. Um, romantic relationships at work are not exactly unusual, but now NBC is taking a zero-tolerance approach. Staffers have been told that if they find out about any affairs, romances, inappropriate relationships, or behavior in the office, they have to report it to human resources, their superior, or the company, and a harassment phone line. Staffers, of course, are shocked. I mean, can you not date someone at work? And then there's also a series of other rules that have been added on. One rule relates to hugging. If you wish to hug a colleague, you have to do a quick hug, then immediate release and step away to avoid body contact. Step away. <laughs> and then this save is a- room for was it when you were dancing in Catholic oh, yeah. school? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Save room for Jesus, or yeah. like you had to keep six inches apart for Jesus yes. or yeah. something. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And then there's also strict rules about socializing, including not sharing taxis. On the way home, after you guys go out and socialize. <sighs> and then here's the joke part. And not taking vegans to steakhouses. <laughs> that's funny. But that was that in there? Okay, because that's just funny. That Can I just, I mean, yeah. who would? Well, we're going overboard because Matt Lauer was a creep. Overboard. So it's, Matt Lauer's a creep. And NBC didn't do anything. So now we're going to punish everyone. And they know they didn't do anything. No, I know they didn't. So now they're just going to be like, okay, we didn't do enough. Of course you didn't. But I mean, zero tolerance. You have to tell someone if there's a a romance going on in the office place, a supervisor. Please. Who would ever do that? No, 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 no. Well, if I thought a coworker was being harassed, I would. But but that's that's not not what I'm saying. Yeah, if you're dating a a, a coworker, no, it's not my place. And that's business. the best place to meet men. Is where you work. Yes, right. that's where I met my husband. Duh. Sorry, Donnie. Yeah. <laughs> she was already taken when she met you, Donnie. I know, I missed my chance. I don't know. I just think that is absolutely... Couldn't it's weird. It it's is. an overcorrection it for something that they should have done long ago. Yes, it is. Okay, so here is... I still can't get over the security button that he had on his desk. And they're like, well, you know, those high-profile... Anchors. Well, what kind of office do you work in that a high profile anchor has to have a special button under their desk that only they can activate from their desk? No, I think you missed part of that story, Stephanie. It is. It was it was they put him in after nine eleven and when you push the button it was supposed to alert people to come immediately to help you at your office. Well he had it disconnected the help part and it would just lock his door. But how did he do that? Who knows? That's creepy. Who knows? Call the custodian and said, George, fix my buzzer. <laughs> George. Um, <laughs> you know, you just don't know about it. Okay, this is a good one. Al Pacino's The Hangman gets a rare 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. He's joining oh, a zero. That's like percent. Jiggly territory. It's like Jiggly? Jiggly, yeah. I don't even know if Jiggly got a zero. But here's, J-Lo and Ben Affleck's movie. Um, Adam Sandler's The Ridiculous Six has a zero. Elle Fanning's The Nutcracker in 3D has a zero rating. Oh. Saturday Night Fever's sequel, Staying Alive, oh, has a zero. That was, that was good. It wasn't oh. that bad. Oh. I liked it. Oh, you too. Come on. I no. did. It was horrible. I liked it with the lady from um, 
Baby or uh, Penny from yes. Dirty Dancing. Yes. Whatever her name is. Yes. And she was married to Richard Marks. Cynthia. Yes, she was. Cynthia Rhodes. Yeah. Very good people. Very good. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, the downsizing. You know, it's, okay, I want to see about this, this movie. I want to see this All movie. Right, this is the movie where Matt Damon is a miniature. He's mm-hmm. a, he he goes into a miniature world. Yes. Yes. Do you think this movie is doing so terribly because it's not doing very well and it's supposedly pretty good because of the concept of like miniaturizing and no one's into like Honey I Shrunk the Man? Oh god, or I love that movie Honey I Shrunk the Man. That Kids. Matt Damon is just being taken to task for being so tone deaf about the sexual harassment allegations. Well, of which no. by the way I'm not sure I even agree. I don't I don't necess- I haven't heard all the stuff Matt Damon said, but it seems like he's just getting roasted and I'm not sure it's 100% warranted. It what? is. You think so, Donnie? Donnie, have you heard all of it? Well, the one part that gets him roasted, Julia, is when he said, you know, how about all those guys that don't do anything? Shouldn't we be praising them? Oh, that them? was the one. That's the one that, that he's getting really roasted over. Off. It was stupid. But before that, I think you're talking about there's a difference between people who are serial uh, gropers, gropers and, and rapists, rapists and versus people who are handsy. Yeah. That part I think he got too much for, but then he goes on to say, um, why aren't we praising men who are good men? It's well, why not? Why aren't we? No. I mean, no, you don't timing's get praise off. for behaving properly.